Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Good morning, people of God. I believe you all have a wonderful night. Just as the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. I want you to know that the joy of your of the Lord is, is our strength, is your strength. And you are going from glory to glory, from victory to victory by the spirit of a living God in the name of Jesus Christ. Good morning, dear saints. I bless the name of the Lord on your behalf. I give God praise for what God has been doing for you and for every one of us. God has been kind. Glory be unto his holy name. Um, I welcome you to a moment of grace and truth. And the Bible said the law was by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus. And it's that grace that empowers. And it's that truth that liberates. You are empowered and liberated mm, to, to do great things for Christ, to do exploit in life in the name of Jesus Christ. Dear beloved, I love you. I, I thank God in that you, you make yourself available to be a vessel of honor in our own time, in our own dispensation, in our own generation. And I want you to know that greater things shall manifest to you in the name of Jesus. Good morning. God bless you. Shall we pray, Father? We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your love and kindness. Thank you for who you are. Thank you because you never change. You remain the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We thank you for the for the priceless, costless gift of Christ. We thank you for the most valuable, most valuable blood of Jesus. We give you praise for the salvation of our soul that is so precious in your sight. We thank you for making ways where there was no way. We thank you. We thank you for giving us access to life, to eternity, to immortality, to glory, to power, to honor, to blessing, to riches. Oh, we give a praise that our lives will never remain the same. Glory be unto your holy name. Thank you, Father. Father, we say, let there be entrance. And we open our mind, our heart, our soul. And we say, Lord, let your word infiltrate. Let your word pervade. Let your word saturate our whole system, our being. And let our lives, our community, our society, our our nation never remain the same. Let our world, our dispensation never remain the same. We give you all the praise and glory and honor now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you, beloved. Just bring you uh, this teaching. We are still on our series, um, series on the new covenant, the blood of Jesus. So uh, by the grace of God, I'm going to be through this month. With the new, with the blood of Jesus, stroke the new covenant. Then I go to the teaching on the other course because understanding really matters. Understanding what you are, what you understanding really matters because no matter how somebody is taught, no matter how somebody 
read no matter how somebody here if somebody did not understand you won't be able to apply see the word of god is not only for us to hear the word of god is for us to obtain and manifest glory be to god is for us to obtain and manifest the bible says to them that receive him you have to receive it you have the word have to sink inside and begin to bear fruits so the but the word of god that did not seek inside is the word of god that is not understood that you only hear but you did not understand it, it, it. but you don't understand but so that's why my main target and my main purpose is that we may understand of the new covenant hallelujah so and the blood of jesus the blood of the new covenant so the blood of jesus christ atones for our sins the blood of jesus christ remit our debts the blood of jesus christ ransom us and redeem us and i've shown us i've taught about that i've taught about that i've told about hebrews 9 22 and almost all things are by the lord porch with blood and without shedding of blood is no remission of sin without blood you know the reason why the blood must be shed is because the life of every creature is in the blood it's in the blood is in the book of genesis the book of exodus leviticus God himself said the life so the reason why the blood is so powerful is that the life of everything is in the blood so the life of God is in the blood the life of God that's why we are able to receive eternal life because he has shed the blood he has offered up in his life that's why I say I hovered it up and I'm able to take it but because he offered up to God, he was able to give, he was able to receive it back. Because God, God is internal life. God's life cannot be destroyed and it cannot be killed. So that's why when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have the life of God and you cannot be killed, you cannot be destroyed. Your blood, the blood of Jesus is an, the life that is in the blood of Jesus is his internal life. It is imperishable life. It is indestructible life. It is immortal life. It is a life that does not decay, that does, that is, that, that has no limitation. Glory be to God. In the book of Isaiah 53, you know, starting from verse 1 to the end, speak of how Jesus Christ was, speak is a prophecy about the suffering of Jesus Christ, how Jesus Christ is going to be the sacrifice of sin, how his blood is going to be shed, how it's going to be tormented for our own ransom. Someone said, I've been ransomed. So today I'm like doing a, a preview of what we have done before, just for you to understand. See, I'm still on the topic, oh, on the topic I started yesterday, the priceless or oh, the priceless gift. Jesus is the priceless. 
so it's good that you should know what christ has done for you so you will be able to appreciate what christ has done for you and love him more and as you understand what christ has done for you and love him more the more you begin to walk in his power the more you begin to walk in his in his grace and truth because grace and truth came by him so and you begin to see result tremendous result in your life you begin to live your righteous life you begin to live you know you you will know that you are above sin you know you are above sickness you know you are above um, the affliction the oppression of the enemy because christ has suffered that he has suffered the oppression he has suffered the affliction then you don't need to go through the affliction again you don't need to go through the oppression again you should stand tall and stand right and do great exploits for god in the name of jesus amen so from uh isaiah 53 to 12 53 verse 1 to 12 let me start from verse 5 so, but it was wounded for our transgression it was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed so but with his stripes we are healed with his stripes we are what we are healed so you will know that you have forgiveness of sin. You know that you have peace. Nothing to take away your peace. Now you will know that you have healing. Glory be because he was wounded. He was bruised. His blood was shed. Glory be to God. Then Elohim say, He shall see of the travail of his soul. And shall be satisfied by his so he shall be satisfied by he just uh, by his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many for he shall bear their iniquities therefore will i divide him a portion with the great and he shall divide his poor with his with his strong because he had poured out his soul unto death and it was noble with the transgressor and he bear the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. So he bear the sin of many of us. Christ bear the sin of many of us. And thank God he made intercession for the transgressors. So we, we, we know the priceless gift of God by understanding these things that Christ has done that this is priceless what nobody can do for us Christ came to do it for us that's why Christ is the best gift you can ever have it is very good that we understand this thing the, the reason why it is priceless the reason why it's the most valuable gift. Because many of us will see many other things as more, more important, more precious than what Christ has done. In fact, many of us even appreciate the Old Testament, the law. We don't know that the law is bondage. Liberty has come to Christ Jesus. He said, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. He said, if the Son will make you free, you shall be free indeed. 
We are free indeed because of the, of the truth. So Isaiah 53 God helps us to see the priceless gift of God. How valuable this gift is, this life is. Let me quickly read through from verse 1. Let me quickly read through from verse 1 to 10. It says, Who had believed our report unto whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He had no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him he is despised and rejected of men a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief and we eat as it were our faces from him he was despised and we esteemed him not surely yes glory be to god so we have seen from the scripture that the bible says Surely he abhorred our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him freaking smitten of God and afflicted. So that you should not be afflicted. So he has been smitten, stricken, stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. The law of affliction has ended. I come to decree and declare to you this morning because of this priceless gift, affliction of any kind has come to an end in your life. Maybe there are some people going through financial affliction. There's some people going through mental affliction, psychological, which is mental affliction, affliction. Some people are going through inferiority complex. Some people are being bullied and being uh, bullied in life. Some people have been, have been, have been, have been tormented. Some people are going through hardship. No, no, no. We shouldn't go to hardship. No, no. That the Bible says they doubt, they doubt. They that will they that will live godly in this shall suffer persecution. It's not affliction. Persecution is different from affliction. Persecution is that you are prospering and people are angry with you. Persecution is that you are doing exploit and some people. It's not that you are not doing exploit. Some persecution is that you are in health. You don't visit or speak to. You don't take drugs and people say, ah, he, 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 he turned himself to superhuman being. People begin to carry the news. How about begin to blackmail you because of the grace you carry? Because you are not begging around to ask for money, to ask for a loan. People will say, oh, we don't know how he even gets his money. We don't know how he's even prospering in his business. Maybe he has... Maybe, 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 maybe he's doing rituals. Are you with me? 
affliction of any kind of any sort has come to an end in your life in the name of Jesus. I say affliction of any kind because of the priceless gift of God, most valuable gift of God. You don't need to suffer affliction. You don't need to be Streaking, smitten, because he has been streaking, he has been smitten. Hardship end in your life in the name of Jesus. A season of you are now in the season of the overflow. As you are in the season of the overflow, sickness seize out of your body. This is evacuate your body. I decree and declare the works of devil is terminated in your life, and you are. Become the righteousness of God in Christ. You are the blessed of God. The blessing and the hand of God come upon you wherever you are. Receive the grace of God. Take the blessing. Take the blessing. Take the power. Take the anointing. Take the glory. Take the life in Jesus' mighty name. Your life will never remain the same. By the cause, by the grace of God, I will bring you another one. Maybe this evening, I think, is becoming more interesting. Ah, I just, I'm just saying, ah, are we going to, how are we going to tweet? Now, within this week, I will be able to clear everything about the blood of Jesus. But I don't want to rush these teachings. Because understanding is more important. It's so that you can stand on your ground. So that you can stand on your ground. So that you can stand and say, no, I reject poverty. I reject mediocrity. I reject hardship. I reject sickness. I reject. I cannot be bullied. I cannot be intimidated. I cannot be afflicted. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, I want to begin to thank the name of the Lord. Thank the name of the Lord for today's teaching. Thank the name of the Lord. Say, Father, I receive your word and I believe affliction has come to an end in my life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Before I close for this morning, I want to give somebody special an opportunity. You are the one you have never given your life to Christ. Say, man of God, I want to know that Jesus. I want to give my heart to him. I want to pray with you right now. Say after me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. I believe you are the Son of God that came to this world to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for shedding your your blood for my remission. Thank you. I believe I've been forgiven. I believe I'm a child of God. I believe I'm saved. Amen. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Your day is blessed and fruitful in Jesus' name.
Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Good morning, people of God. I believe you all have a wonderful night. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You are more than a conqueror. You can do all things through him that give you strength. I want you to know that God is mindful of you this morning and is giving everything that you need. Everything that you need. He has prepared it and is giving it unto you. Just reach out and receive it. Your life will never remain the same. In Jesus' name. Shall we pray? Father, we bless you. Father, we love you. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We thank you because your word never fails. We thank you because your word remains the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We, because, we thank you because your people's life will never remain the same. Oh, precious daddy, be magnified and glorified. Thank you, most high God. In Jesus' most righteous name, we pray. Amen. Our beloved, the Christian life is a life of the Word of God. There's nothing we can become. There's nothing we can do without the Word of God. And because of the Word of God, we we have we we have success and everything we need. Faith also come by the Word of God. Romans ten something. Faith come by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. So you say, oh, ah, I need more faith. Just keep on studying the word of God. Praying the Lord, I delight. You say, oh, I need more sources. Just keep on studying the word. Don't condemn yourself. Just keep on studying the word of God. Just keep on hearing the word of God. You say, oh, I need this thing in my life. Hope. The Bible says, by faith we understand that the world were framed by the word of God. That the things that were seen were made from the things that do not appear. So don't feel like when you see that some things are not happening, just keep on looking at the word of God. In time we come, that you see those things coming. The solution of life is the word of life. The solution of life is the word of life. Never feel bad. Just look at the word of God. And this is a strategy of the enemy. Devil, we so, I mean, we do something, we attack you, we try to make you to thing that the, your help is not in the word of God. We make you to see that your help is somewhere else. Your where is somewhere else. Whereas your help is not in, in anywhere else. Your help is in the word of God. The psalmist says, I will look up to the ears from where is my help come, come from. My help will come from the Lord. Who is the Lord? The Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was God. So the word is God. The one you say, oh, how can I look up to the hill? How can I look up to the one that is on the hill? 
to the one who is highly exalted above the circle of the head. It's by looking onto the word. And when you begin to look up to the word, one thing about the scripture nowadays, the scripture is not just informing you. The scripture is imparting you. Most especially when you read it with an open heart. He said, the word that I speak unto you. So when you are reading the scripture, you say, Jesus, speak to me. Because his word and the word that he speak unto them, it is spirit and his life. The Old Testament, it is letter and it kill it. It is not giving them spirit, it is not giving them life. It is only giving them correction and instruction. He is not impacting them. He's only directing them. And whereas he's directing them, but they have no ability in them to follow the direction the, 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 the scripture is given. But now this is the advantage in the new covenant. You know, we are on a new covenant series. The advantage in the new covenant is that as you are listening and hearing, you are receiving the impact petals for action somebody say glory somebody say god is helping me god is helping you in jesus name now i just need to give you that chart i've already entered into my teaching this this morning yesterday i was able to tell you about the new Covenant, and I give you a topic. I I subtitled it to be understanding the new covenant, and I and I was able to show you that our God promised this new covenant to His people, and God making this promise to His people is not only. For the children of Israel, and I show you from the book of Hosea uh, 110, all this promise related to everybody, everyone. They called the, 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 the any nation that is not Israelite, they call them Gentiles. Just like we believers, we call other, uh, other that are not Christian, we call them unbelievers. So, because we see them that they are not in our world, in the covenant that we are, they are not in the faith that we have. So then, before the only people that are, that are called the people of God, is the Israelite, because of the covenant. Now, the new covenant is not only the covenant of one nation; it is the covenant of all nations. It is the covenant of all flesh. It was given to Abraham that in your seed I will bless the world. It was given to Isaac and that in your seed I will bless the world. It was given to Jacob that in your seed I will bless the world. I'm very sorry, I will bring the scripture where, I'm supposed to bring the scripture where God promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and how it related to every one of them. In the, in the modern, there are five covenants in the scripture. There is the Adamic covenant, 
when God said in the book of Genesis 1, 26, that uh, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, and subdue, take dominion. So that's the Adamic covenant of blessing. There's the Noahic covenant. There's the Noahic covenant that God says the harvest and seeing is this and as the seeding and the harvest time shall not cease. There's the Noahic covenant that God gave a rainbow, saying that the, the, the water will no longer, will no longer go, will not use water to destroy the whole earth again. There's the Noah covenant, and there is the Abrahamic covenant. Are you all with me? And there's the Abrahamic covenant. Some people didn't call it Abrahamic, some people just say it's Abraham, uh, the promise to Abraham. But whether I call it the promise to Abraham or Abraham, we just know that it is Abrahamic covenant. Because the promise came to Abraham. So it's Abrahamic covenant. And it's not just only for Abraham. It's for, it's for everyone. So, and there is the Mosaic covenant. The Mosaic covenant is called the new covenant. Uh, it's called the old covenant. Rather, sorry. It's called the old covenant. And that covenant is is only is only given to the Israelite. It doesn't concern the entire world. But even in that same covenant, God had, had God had promised to bless the whole world. Even in that there's a promise of the Messiah. There's promise of the new covenant in the whole covenant. You know, I've shown you in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 8, verse, verse, verse 8, Hebrews chapter, uh, let us start from verse 7, Hebrews chapter 8, verse 7, For if that first covenant had been faultless, then should no place have been stored for the second. Even while God is given Moses, even why even why God even why God is given Moses the old covenant, he is already making promise for the new covenant. Because God's mind is not only for the Israelite alone. God's mind is for the world. He said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He's not upon the Jews race. He's not upon the Hebrews. He's upon all flesh. And the, the, everyone, we are all flesh. But because of some special dealings, God chose the tribe of Israel. God raised an holy seed from the tribe of Israel. In fact, if I must tell you the truth, the, the covenant is more than five covenants in the scripture. We have many, several covenants. We, I, I only tell you the major covenant. In fact, there is a, there is a, there is a covenant. That's the seed of the woman shall bruise the seed of the serpent. And he's not making mention of many seeds. He's making mention of only one seed. That covenant was given to, that promise was given to Eve. It was not given to Abraham, to Adam. So we can say it is Adam covenant. See, when we talk about covenant, covenants only come with what we call its package. 
its promise, its its blessings. Hallelujah. That the seed of the woman will bruise the seed of the serpent. And the seed of the woman, we can see how Jesus Christ coming to the earth through a virgin has been prophesied by Prophet Isaiah. The virgin is going to bring forth a child in Isaiah 9 verse 6, verse 5, 6. And we see Jesus Christ coming through the virgin, the seed of the woman. And Jesus Christ was born and he destroyed the devil on the cross. He took power of the grave, power of death from the hand of the devil. Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. So, see, all these promises, all these covenants was... The, that's why Jesus Christ said, I am the fulfillment of the law. <laughs> so he is the fulfillment of the covenant. All other covenants were not perfected until Jesus Christ came. So we are on the new covenant. That is perfect. And when, when it comes to old covenant, the Mosaic Covenant is one of the worst covenant ever. It, it, it has a lot of errors in it. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews 8 verse 7, say, For if that first covenant, which is old covenant, had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. It says, For finding fault with them, it said, Behold, the day come, said the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. You know the Bible is a mention Israel and Judah doesn't mean that it is for it it, oh, it 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 means that this covenant will spring out of Israel out of Judah how Jesus Christ was of the was of the tribe of Judah He said, not according to the covenant that I made with the, their father in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant and regarded them, regarded them not, said the Lord, for this is the covenant that I will make with it, with the house of Israel. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my laws in their minds and, and write them in the earth, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. The reason why I need to show you this, you know, I, I need to differentiate the old covenant uh, with the uh, with the new covenant because many people, uh, you, whenever you are reading it, you will, because you will think that it is not for you, it's for the Israelites, for the Jews. No, the new covenant is for you. It only came through the Jews, through the Israelites. It's not only for the Israelite. Are you with me? Do you get it? Because this covenant is that God being your God and you being his people. He said, I'll put my laws in their mind and in their heart. I have explained that yesterday. I have explained that yesterday that this one is impartational. This law is impartational. 
that it is not just going to be like in the order of Mosaic law. Mosaic law was written on the tablet. And people need to look at it. People need to go and consult a priest before they know what God wants them to do. But for you, for you, if you want to know what God wants you to do, you don't need, you don't need a mediator. Christ is the only mediator. You don't need to make to consult. You have the law in you by the Holy Ghost. This one will lead us to the Holy Ghost. You have the whole law in you. He's in your mind, he's in your heart. That's why the Bible says they that are led by the Spirit of the Lord. They are the sons of God. Romans 8, verse 14. He said, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those, they said the Lord, I will put my law in their mind and in their heart. So I told you that it's not just informing you. It's not just informing your mind. Informing you mean you want to do and it does not empower you. No, he has built it inside of you. So it is like an engine inside of, inside of a car. So it, it, it will not help you to do the will of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So this law is not like the whole one that is informative. That does not bless your spirit. But this kind of new law, this new covenant, give birth to your spirit. Because the old covenant only instructs their soul, whereas their spirit is still in separation with God. That's why Jesus Christ told Nicodemus, I, I believe it's now making more sense now. That's why... That's why Jesus told Nicodemus, you've been the ruler, been a teacher of the Jews, and you yourself. And he came to Jesus. Jesus okay, Martin Ball. Please forgive me for that statement. Oh, God bless you. Hallelujah. That's why I told him that you need to be born again. And the man said, will I now go back to my mother's womb to be born? He said, no, no, no. You have to be born of water and of the spirit. This is the new covenant. That the law, this is the, this is the, this is the dynamics of the law being inputted into your mind and into your heart it because it have you being inputted into your mind and into your heart it comes when your spirit is born again it's come when your spirit that has received separation from fellowship with God, separation from God, where my heart, this the, 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 the fruit, the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, he dies spiritually. He have a separation spiritually from God. 
He was disconnected from the fellowship of God, from the, the glory of God was lifted in his life. So the kabod, the nature of God, which is righteousness, which is holiness, which is obedience, was, was removed from man. Which is love was removed from man. Man only have the residue of it. And this is the work of restoration that Jesus Christ came to do. That man can be restored. That's why the Bible says in Romans 3, 16, uh, Romans 3, 23, it said, For all are sin and conscious the glory of God. Kapoor. So the commandment of God, the law of God, is now in the glory, in the kabod. And the kabod is inside of you. Kabod is a Greek, is a Hebrew word for glory. That's why Colossians 1 to could say that Christ in you, the hope of glory. I believe you have been blessed by this teaching. We are getting, we are going deeper. This is the dynamics. This is how the law was imparted into our heart. When we are born again, when we receive Jesus Christ, because He is the law of God, He is the perfect law of liberty. When we believe in Jesus, accept Him as our Lord and Savior, He came to say to in our heart, Beloved, that is why when you are in Christ, that's why the Bible says, If anyone be in Christ, He is a new creator. It's not that he will be a new creature. He is already a new creature. Forget about the body. Forget about the soul. But now, this is what happened. The reason why it looks as if we are still having the, the, the former experiences, we are still having a struggle with the whole life, is because of the recipe of the whole life. Which is... <laughs> Which is in the soul. That is the mentality, the culture, the traditions. Also feeding on the old covenant that God has abandoned. Yet you're still feeding on the old covenant. These choke the new covenant. It's not that the new covenant is not there. Choke the new covenant. Most especially we believers. Choke the new covenant from gaining expression and having its focus through us. God bless you, beloved. I will continue tomorrow. I believe you have been blessed. If you have listened to me this morning, you are, you are highly blessed. I, I believe I'm able to disseminate the word of God properly and teach you divide the word of truth uh, articulately and by the grace of God I'm going to make sure I bring it more 
uh, articulately you know, tomorrow morning so that you will comprehend. And if you have question and or you have a uh, you have a question or you have something like maybe you want me to make it more clearer to you, you didn't really understand. Just send it to me. And if you understand, just send it to me that you are you you are you are you are, you are flowing with me. God bless you. I love you all. Father, bless your children. Father, let these words they are they are hearing. Let it be let it bring forth fruit in them. Let them see the light of Christ. Let their life never remain the same. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. I love you with all my heart. The joy of the Lord is your strength. God bless you. I love you all. And uh, before I leave to, uh, this morning, you are listening to me and you have never you have never been born again. You have never received this new covenant to mold you, to build you. You have never received back the glory that was lost. I want you to know that the glory is in the new covenant. And that new covenant is Christ Jesus. You need to accept him as your Lord and Savior. And you see that the will of God will be done and will be perfected in your life. And hence we come to labor and struggle. He said, come be unto me, all you that labor and heavenly days. I will give rest. That rest is success. That rest is prosperity. That rest is earth. That rest is peace. That rest is righteousness. That rest is triumph you will go from glory to glory say after me father i receive your gift of salvation i receive jesus christ as my lord and savior jesus christ come into my heart come into my mind say lord jesus say after me say it again say lord jesus i believe that you are the son of god you came to this world to die for my sin jesus i believe you are the son of the holy begotten son and by your blood by your sacrifice by your death i am saved by your resurrection i am justified and by your ascension to heaven i am glorified now and forevermore amen god bless you beloved i stretch forth my hands and I declare and I declare the hand of the Lord be upon you the good hand of God be upon you and men are compelled to favor you they are compelled to release their resources unto you in the name of Jesus Christ go and take the spoil go and reap where you do not sow in Jesus most holy name we pray amen I love you all have a wonderful 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 day